When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. KXNO's Thirsty Thursday continues now with the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. We're now proudly presented by our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation. Right now, Iowa State students and faculty are giving their best to make our state and world a safer and healthier place. Your gift to Iowa State can move what matters, from opening doors to a great education and sharing Iowa State's best with the world. Make a gift at movewhatmatters.com. Now, for the latest on all things Cyclones, Here's your host, Cyclone Fanatics, Jared Stansberry. Yo, it's another Cyclone Fanatic radio show presented by the Iowa State University Foundation here on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Jared Stansberry joined this week by Cyclone Fanatics staff writer Connor Ferguson. Connor, what's going on, man? Man, it's Duels Day. We had to set the lineup for the Daytona 500 today. Uh, Travis Pastrana qualified last night, uh, so I'm amped about that. Uh, and Chris got me a new TV, so I got two TVs. Chris got you a new TV. Yeah, just gave me one of his old ones. So, oh, two screen guy. Congratulations on, uh, I don't know, congrats, I guess. Thank you. I've always wondered what being rich would be like and didn't know if I'd get there as a journalist, but I think I've made it. Does this mean that now you can watch Iowa State and the end of Drake games and tweet about them both simultaneously now? Uh, That's what I did last night, yeah. <laughs> Had the Iowa State game on my phone, it got relegated because Daytona 500, biggest game of the year, and Drake and I's a rivalry, so it bumped it. No offense to the Cyclones. Oh, my gosh. You're a goofball, man. All right. Iowa State did get a big win last night, got back on track um, with a 70-59 to win over TCU. Uh, Jazz Koontz with a career-high 22 points. Jaron Holmes with 16 for the Cyclones. Uh this to me was probably one of the most boring Iowa State wins of the year, Connor. They jumped out to a lead pretty early in the game, and TCU did get back within one at one point, but uh, they pretty much controlled it from from there on out. And you know, you got to feel good to after seeing Iowa State shoot worse than forty percent from the free throw line on Saturday against Oklahoma State. They come out shoot fifteen to seventeen in this game. Uh, wasn't exactly pretty, but you know, you're just able to win the win the game, and now you move on to Saturday. Yeah, and there are a lot of people kind of concerned with how they're playing defense when they were up by big scores. But I think you just get that um, false paranoia that. It looks like that because they've blown a lead before. You've seen them blown uh, or blow uh, a couple big leads this year. Um, and I didn't think that was going on. I thought they were pretty comfortably ahead and it didn't seem like TCU really had the juice to keep going. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, and I think that them not having the juice is was very accurate when you considered. I mean, that team just isn't very good when they don't have Mike Miles, you know. And Eddie Lampkin is a shell of himself right now. So uh, it just it that very much felt like a, a dominant Iowa State win. But I don't know. I wish we could have seen those two teams play at full strength again because the first game between them was so much fun. Uh, it just is unfortunate that, that ended up being the circumstances. Were the students going after Eddie last night? I saw you go to bat for him. Yeah, they were chanting at him a couple times. Uh, they weren't saying any like I didn't. I don't remember them saying anything malicious, but it just was just needed to keep it. You know, I, I had to put a tweet out there. I said, "We got to stop this. We I don't want this getting out of control. This is my guy. It's my dog. You don't want any." security kickouts like they threatened against Texas. Right. Yeah. No, if I had heard anybody say any mean words towards Eddie Lampkin, I would have, I would have said, we got to get that guy out. I can't imagine you just sprinting over to the tall security guard with the impressive mustache, just being like, Hey, you're going to kick someone out tonight. No, I would have gone to like uh, one of the older, you know, one of the older ladies. Cause I know she would have, they would, one of them would have been on my side. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I even got the game got over last night and I just was like, I don't even know how much there is to take away from this because of the fact that TCU looked so, uh, underpowered, you know, like just so like they, they just did not look like themselves. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I would stay one. Yeah. You get back on the, on the right track. I just, it just felt cheap on some level because of the fact that there were so many injuries. It's like, that just wasn't, that was not a very good team that they had to play against. Not to upstage you here, but I think there's a couple things you can take away. Jack yeah. Kunch looking that comfortable and tying a career high, I believe um, is very big with that finger deal. Yeah, I think that's fair. I thought he had a solid game. He hasn't had a game like that since he got injured, obviously. Um, and you need, you need that jazz when, Grill and Kalsher aren't combining for 30, 40 points. So I think that's big in one aspect. And then you look at the standings, um, and I don't know how much TJ uses it to motivate the players or anything like that, but you have two really tough road games in a row coming up, and you're within striking distance to the top of the conference. So either way, that excites fans and two big opportunities to go out and try to do something special. Yeah, and they just – they just needed to win, you know, I think that was the biggest thing. Like they just needed to switch the vibes around. It just had gotten so, uh, morale had gotten very low after those last two games really needed to flip back that back the other way. Excuse me. Well, that's oh. always a pendulum with in the Iowa state fan base and the pendulum is much larger this year. So it's swinging out both ways, way, way past the point of, I guess what it needs to. I think, you think, are you saying that people are being irrational? I didn't say that. Overreactive is the word I would use. I think that that's like, fair as well. Saw a dozen tweets last night, like Iowa State's up by 16, but you need to finish. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess you do need to finish. You could actually comfortably be very average in your finish and still win the game by eight. There's, there's still... I just think that, yeah, I think there comes a point where we're worrying about it too much. You know, you're just like, it's once you've seen everybody say, Hey, they got to finish. It's like, yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going off. Of. We get it. Yeah. 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 We know. I wasn't going to say anything. Then I saw 10 more tweets come in after that. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. It just is, uh, everybody was, I, yeah, I just understand where everybody's nervous, but I do think there also has been some overreacting to things that has been, uh, incredibly annoying. I don't know that it was even as much last night, but it was like, even to those last two games, some of the things that people say, man, are just out of pocket, dude, just so out of pocket. It just, you just want to be like, relax, man, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think another big thing about last night was Caleb Grill uh, only had to pay, play 12 minutes. So the more you can rest him with that back issue, the better. That's the thing that lingers. It's not a thing that just goes away. Um, yeah, it's really big. He's not right either. He just has not looked not looked right these last couple of games. I think it was probably good for him to spend most of the second half on the bench. Uh, he, you know, I hate the, I hate your plus minus statistic. But it's hard to ignore a plus minus word. You win a game by eleven points, and Caleb Grow was minus sixteen. That's that's difficult to that's difficult to uh, look look past. <laughs> sometimes, You're right? It's a telling stat, Jared. That's yeah, a telling stat about what the direction of the game was when he was on the floor. That's like I said. I think it was good that Caleb spent a lot of the second half on the bench. Uh, resting i think that he just needs to get back to being who he was uh a couple weeks ago right now he's not he just hasn't been there um all right let's look ahead to some of these games on saturday uh iowa state obviously plays kansas state down in manhattan uh great game between these two teams the first time kansas state a desperate team uh right now after uh after going through a little bit of a tough stretch after starting out four and oh now they've lost uh, six of their last, what, eight Big 12 games, six of their last nine Big 12 games and two in a row uh, to Texas Tech and Oklahoma, who are the two lowest or two bottom teams in the standings. Uh, this is going to be a tough one, I think, for Iowa State to walk in and win just when you consider the uh, the fact that Kansas State can't afford to lose a bunch of games uh, with the kind of resume they have right now. Yeah, and that – that desperateness from a team you're playing goes both ways when you're in a big crowd momentum kind of sport like college basketball. Um, maybe the crowd's smaller on Saturday in Manhattan in the, uh, what is it? The octagon of doom. Yeah. That Bramlage Coliseum. Weird, weird name. The octagon of doom or Bramlage Coliseum? Octagon of doom. Well, I mean, it's an octagon. I get that. But like doom. No one's used doom to describe anything in like 15 years. I guess I don't know when that started. I remember that starting like in uh, the Michael Beasley years right. at Kansas State, like 2000, 2007, 2008. I was, huh? I was watching a trivia show today. He was one of the answers. Oh, man. What show were you watching that Michael Beasley was one of the answers? The Dozen. The Dozen? You oh. seen that? It's a bar No. No, I haven't seen it. I usually just watch the content people I like, but it's fun to like sit there and play along with it. What was the question about Michael Beasley? I was named this guy that averaged this many points on a 2007 Big 12 team or something. Oh, man. I would have known it in an instant. Michael Beasley was a dog, dude. He was a dog. I remember him because he was like, at one point, he was averaging 30, right? Yeah, I think so. Something like, like that. Middle of conference season or something. I can remember it all over either Sports Center or whatever game I was watching. Him. Well, what else was there? Jacob Pullen, Rodney Magruder. Uh, was Blake Griffin after him? Yeah, Blake Griffin would have been like uh, 2000. 
nine oh, maybe yeah. the following year yeah he might have been the following year on the uh video game cover yeah so he would his career would have been over in 08 in 09 yeah that was still the best game ever i remember like i would practice shooting on that hoop in that yeah you never missed mode. i thought it would make my stats better it did not i found out it didn't but no it did not josh young you think you're getting better it did not uh all right do you think iowa state will win in, in manhattan yeah, I think they go and get the win on Saturday and, and sets up a really, really big game against Texas. Um, you just have to play Iowa State basketball. You know, if they play fundamentally sound and play to the extent that we've seen them play this year, I think they'll be fine. Um, you get two or three guys who are having a bad game off night or anything, and I don't think they win. Uh, but I feel pretty comfortable about this game. Uh, Kansas and Baylor at uh, Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, Kansas now back into a tie for first place in the league. Baylor's in a tie for first place in the league. Uh, you have to feel like whoever wins this one probably has kind of an inside track. Baylor's playing as well as anybody in the country right now, really, since they started out 0-3 uh, in Big 12 play. I I think Kansas wins this game, but I just I still have not been that impressed by this Kansas team on a nightly basis. How many points do you think Grady Dick scores Saturday? Give me a number. I'll tell you if they win or lose. Oh, geez. 14. Loss. You think he's got to score? So you think he's the X factor? Yeah. Well, that's what they raised him to be. What do you mean? That's the hype around Grady Dick. That's You have to have oh. him on. And that's how Kansas is going to be a good team. And when he's not on, they're not a good Kansas team. So you're saying they need Grady Dick to be playing hard? Yeah, and saying he needs 20 points and seven rebounds. And if they win and he doesn't have at least both those numbers, it's going to be a real, real tough one for Kansas, I think. Are you just like pulling those numbers out of out of thin air? Basically? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything, but that's my line. I wonder how many times he's had 20 points and seven rebounds the entire season. I'm just saying he needs to be somewhat productive. Just Looking it up. I'm looking up Grady, Grady Dick's right, game fact, log. I'm going to get fact-checked on this. Jared's going to be like, dude, he doesn't do rebounds. He does assists. 26 points, three rebounds. 21 points, four rebounds. 24 oh, points, four rebounds. 16 points, seven rebounds. Looks like when he gets rebounds, he doesn't score as much. 21 points, five go. rebounds. He needs to be active on both sides of the ball. Okay. I'll accept I, I that. Do fully, I'm not. I'm not just throwing sarcastic crap out there like I usually do. I do think they need a big game out of him to be the team that they that Kansas fans expect and want out of their basketball program. I think that is a fair. That's fair, uh, and I think that they need him to play really well for Kansas to have a chance to win the Big Twelve. Uh, Texas is going to destroy Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Porter Mosier and the boys are playing some of their best basketball. I was going to call this. Oklahoma's going to upset them. In Austin? Yeah, sure. Have you seen that place? They're, they'll be lucky if there's 50% capacity there on Saturday. Well, I mean, you know they got a new arena, right? Yeah. And you know they're in first place in the league, right? I do. Do you know what Texas fans know about? You know, that's like, that's, that it's arena, seats like, that arena seats like 9,000 people, dude. 45, that's the point. That's the point. They made it small because then they can fill it. We'll see. I'm sure it will be a great uh, atmosphere. It'll be a rowdy atmosphere at the Moody Center. 
So it's called. Uh, there's no way Oklahoma is winning that game. I'm sorry. All right. I'll tell Porter you said that. I put it at a 0% chance. Is Porter going to go to Notre Dame even though he said he's not going to? I don't think so. I don't think he's that type of guy. He he left Loyola because they were leaving the prestigious cons, uh, conference that they were in. Um, he had that news before he announced he was on the way out. So I, he's a stand-up guy. I, I like Porter a lot. I think his team is playing with him right now. They're playing Porter ball. Does Porter belong in the Missouri Valley Conference Hall of Fame? I'd put him there. I'd put him there and like nothing associated with Loyola besides that. No Clayton Custer, no Cam Crutwig. Yeah, okay, those guys too. Yeah. Put, they can they get the starting five from that team on there. Okay. In Porter Mosher. And they yeah. can all yeah. Okay. And then you fair. take the you Photoshop the logos off. So it's like on the football and baseball cards that they don't have the license. So oh yeah. Team name, but you can yeah. tell what the jersey is. Uh does it was Wichita State in the Valley when they went to the Final Four that year with Ron Baker and Fred Van Vliet? And like, are they? Yes, they were. Their uh, their demise was not until they left the conference. <laughs> the second they left the conference, they went downhill too. Loyola's yeah. been been having a rough year as well, I think. Yep they they suck. Turns out it's really hard to change conferences in all of college sports. Uh, Murray State oh, also having a tough time. Maybe Belmont. Coach, maybe your coach was the reason you were good. Maybe. Recruiting the Missouri Valley is easier than, hey, do you want to come play in the American Athletic Conference or the Atlantic 10 that hasn't been relevant since 2006? Don't bring up Obi Toppin. That was a one-time thing. Don't do it. I know what you're thinking at home. Don't even think about it. I appreciate the fact that you say that. When didn't, isn't the last time the Missouri Valley got multiple teams into the, like, the second round of the tournament? Wasn't it like 2006? That was like two years ago, I thought. No, into the actual tournament, into the actual second round of the tournament, or into the second, the second weekend. Second round. Well, I know Drake took care of their end of the bargain. That one. To the second round. To the second round. The real second round. The round of thirty-two. Did they get to third? I'm screwed up on my. Uh... No, they won in the first four. Remember, beat Wichita State in the first four. Yeah, and squashed the rivalry. Drake yeah. forever was better than Wichita State yeah. as a program. <laughs> Same amount of final fours. I was just going to say that same amount of final force. Nobody can, you can always say that. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's right. 2006, I think was like when might, Bradley went to the sweet 16 and Wichita yeah, state. They had, and, teams, they had four teams in, in like Oh six or Oh seven or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember Bradley going to the sweet 16. Uh, all right. Who, what other games are there this weekend? Oklahoma state yeah, TCU. Oklahoma yeah. What do you think about that one? Oklahoma State's desperate for wins. They're trying to climb out of the bottom of the league, and with how TCU is playing, I wouldn't be shocked to see them win too. Uh, West Virginia Oklahoma taking State, on that is. I said that really poorly. My bad. West Virginia taking on Texas Tech. How many wins does Texas Tech need to get on the bubble? That's what I want to know. Ooh. Um. So their remaining games. Oh, I clicked on the wrong tab, man. Their remaining games are West Virginia, Oklahoma, both on the road, uh, home against TCU, on the road at Kansas, and at te- or, sorry, on, at home against Oklahoma State. Turn my video back on. Um, I say you go, I don't know, four and one, then get like a real deep run in the Big 12s. 
That would be something. That would be something if they could figure out a way to do that. I don't think that they will, but that'd be something. 12 losses? Like, yeah, I think they'd get in. I think the Big 12 is good enough on a resume that if they have 13 or 14 at the end of their name, and what would that be, like 18 to 20? Right. I mean, that'd be – I think that would be enough. I think that's probably fair. If Syracuse gets in at 20 and 14, Texas Tech sure can in the Big 12. No kidding. Yeah, man. I hate Syracuse. They're the worst. Those guys are the worst. We need mid-major representation. They're mid-major? No, I said we need more mid-major representation. Oh, yeah, because of people like Syracuse. Yeah. I mean, Indiana State Sycamores instead of Syracuse Orange for a 75th time. Yeah, that's fair. All right, we'll talk more uh, basketball. Talk about the Iowa State women's basketball team when we come back on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by the Iowa State University Foundation here on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 Kicks. Hi, Cyclone fans. This is Dr. Brian Warmey, orthopedic sports medicine surgeon at McFarland Clinic. I really enjoy working with athletes of all ages, including the football team here in town. My colleague, Dr. Greenwald, and I provide specialized orthopedic care to patients of all ages, including sports injury evaluation, treatment, arthritis, surgery, stem cells, and other biologics. Come see me in Ames for your sports injury needs, and don't let your injury keep you out of your game. Learn more at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones! Many people are still working remotely, but a lot are gradually returning to their office, and that workplace has changed forever. Fortunately, dressing well for work has not. Mr. B and Clive has a great variety of different clothing options depending on your personal situation. Whether it's a traditional suit and tie or a casual pant and golf shirt for a Zoom call, we have what you need. Come see for yourself at Mr. B Clothing on 86th Street in Clive. Hey guys, it's Williams here for the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. This is not just a standard like, oh, I'm going to endorse the Iowa Clinic. No, this is real. I've gone to the Iowa Clinic now for... Well, basically, since I moved up here, so we're pushing a decade now. Dr. Nicholson in Ankeny is my go-to guy, but I've also had other stuff, you know, specialists I have to go to, all that stuff. And you know why I need to go see the specialist? Because I'm a man, and I go to the doctor because I want to be there for my two little girls. I want to be able to walk them down the aisle. I want to be there to hold their babies and be a grandpa someday. Be a man. Go to the doctor. iowaclinic.com. Tell them that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatic sent you their way. Hey, y'all. Brent Bloom here. Let me tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. They have a giant new store that they opened up about a year and a half ago. They're in West Clive, right near the Waukee border, my old stomping grounds. And they can help you out with any of your needs. In fact, with a larger warehouse now, a larger selection, they have many items right there at the store. In fact, my mom just needed some new appliances recently. It was an easy call to make. Told her to call Tim Mullen and the guys and gals over at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. And always ask for the price match. They'll help you out. There's something competing out there. Check out our Cyclone Fanatic friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns that helps farmers care for the pigs they protect the pigs from extreme temperatures predators you know all that stuff it is so high tech 
some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williamson. Thank you to our state's great pork producers. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowish cream liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company and go Cyclones. Welcome back into the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by the Iowa State University Foundation here on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Jared Stansberry, Connor Ferguson. Uh, Connor, the big win earlier this week for the Iowa State women. Uh, what uh, what What's kind of been your thoughts on the team since uh, that lot, the win over Texas on Monday? Uh, well, I'm going to put it pretty starkly. Uh, I might not even be using that word correctly. Uh, but I did not think they were going to win that game on Monday. I think that was the least confident I've been in the Iowa State women's team to winning a certain game in probably two or three seasons. Um, that It didn't shock me because um, that's that team's potential. They played to their full potential on Monday, and that is massive, just massive for everyone in that locker room to see that and get over the hump of beating that Texas program. That was Lexi Donarski and Emily Ryan's first ever win against Texas since they started at Iowa State. So a big momentum swing. Um, and now you have to go to Waco on Saturday, 5 p.m. tip on uh, ESPN Plus. And you look at that game, and if you can win that one, you're rocking with a lot of swagger after that. What was the biggest reason you think that they were able to pull off the, the win? When, when you, like, what made you so unconfident? What made me unconfident was that they had played so poorly Saturday night, quick turnaround, and they came out and played probably the most aggressive I've seen them play. They had a lot of fight in their eyes. They had, like, I don't want to say they, like, it, it's hard to measure. They just looked like they wanted it more. Mm-hmm. more. Like, more than they usually do, and especially more than Texas. And after Lexi got popped in the face and came back in, like, six minutes, like after that, it was like, you know, it's on now. What what went into shooting better? I mean, that's got to be one of the best shooting performances of the year, right? Or is this just a, yeah, you, it's just a situation you, know than, you just make shots? You know more than I do about that. I don't, I don't know why they shoot poorly sometimes and they shoot great in others. Uh, I'll tell you, they made four of their uh, first five three-point attempts. They only had five in the first half. I, I think in the third quarter, and I might be getting it messed up with the second, but in the third quarter, they only shot one and missed one. So you yeah, think was, they were just being more selective? To a, to an extent, I don't, and I don't think they were passing up open shots or anything like that. But I thought I it was think, interesting. I do think though, there's times where they can get a little bit shot happy. You know, you shoot a little earlier than what you maybe need to. It's like if you work the ball and you figure out a way to get a better shot, like you're going to just naturally take fewer shots. Obviously, you know. Yeah, and I mean the same thing is helpful, especially for that team uh, when they're making shots. Well, they have to, like, they have to make shots if they're going to be able to play even close to their potential. Right. I think it's just, uh, it's just weird because we haven't seen a ton of it this year. 
um, because of the circumstances, because of, you know, the things they were trying to do when Stephanie Suarez uh, was still able to play, when Petrus uh, Jordao was in games last year uh, when they could use her. So I, I think this team kind of got a little bit of itself back, and I think if you went up Baylor on Saturday, it's full go uh, to the end of the year. What uh, what do you have to be able to do to go beat uh, beat Baylor? Make your shots. They could have made their shots at home and beaten Baylor. They only lost by uh, six points. Uh, Baylor has really gritty posts, um, but they're not like massive, like the old Baylor style posts that would just out height Iowa State um, yeah. be able to rebounds above people's heads. They just got to go fight for another win. They got to do the same thing they get. They did. Excuse me. Got to do the same thing they did against Texas on Monday. Uh, if you do that, they're going to win that game. Where are they at in the bracketology right now? Have you looked recently? Um, I looked before the Texas game, and I think they were on the five. But I'm not sure if they moved up. Let me double check. Looking at the men's one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the men's bracketology, Connor. And is Iowa State playing Drake in the first round? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's clickbait. I sent a message to Joe. I told him to stop. I said, knock it off. In Albany. In Albany. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, that would be horrible, dude. There would be, there would be nothing worse. That is worst case scenario. Worst that's, case scenario. That's a, that's a home of a former arena football franchise. What are you talking about? In every sense, that is a worst case scenario to have to go to freaking Albany to play Drake. Oh my I think, God. I think I would get canceled. If I'd throw up, I'd that. throw up. If I saw that what draw, would, what would happen is someone would foul out in the first half of the game. Uh, Drake would go on to win uh, playing that patented Darren DeVries style basketball. Uh, and then I'd tweet, Hey, Iowa State fans, don't you wish you would have scheduled Drake a little bit more? Uh, so maybe you could see how they play these days. You'd get fired. That game yeah, would be you being fired. You would be fired. I 100% know I'm it. I'm telling you that ga- like that game happening would ruin my life. Yeah. <laughs> in, in either which way. Because the opposite end of that is Iowa State wins by 55 and people tell me the Valley stinks. Which, I, you know, oh, don't say it, you know, Hey, I'm just I saying it might, it might deserve some consideration by yourself. It just might deserve some consideration when the automatic qualifier champion of the league is currently slated as a 13 seed. Joe's just knocking us down. It's probably cause he's getting angry messages from Drake fans. Tell him to stop sending out clickbait brackets. I just can't believe if they, if they do that, if the committee does that, I don't see it happening. I actually, I'm, I'm going to throw a fit. That what? I actually attempted to bet my f- friend uh, $50 that that doesn't happen. Cause that'd be a really high value bet for me. He wouldn't take it. Well, I mean, yeah, it would be a very high value bet for you. Uh, why, why don't you think it will happen? Just do you think Drake will be a higher seed than that? Or do you think Iowa state will be a higher seed than that? I think Iowa state finds its way into the four or the three line. Um, and if I, if, Drake goes on to win the Valley. I can see them uh, getting slated out of 12 or 11. Uh, and then happy us first four again. 
Yeah, back they to Dayton. Send, they send Drake to Dayton again. I, and they can't even play Loyola to kill their program. So what would be the point? I don't know. Why can't they uh, play Loyola? Oh, because Loyola, Loyola won't, won't be in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. They, they will not make it. I think they're two and thirteen or something. Uh, what what would you say right now? Lenardi's got these games are in Des Moines, so this couldn't happen based on what he's got. But he's got uh, as the the first four. Mississippi State versus North Carolina. What if Drake had to play North Carolina in the first four? You know what the funny thing is? Is Drake already beat Mississippi State? Not scared of them at all. Okay. They had them in a blender on defense. It was awesome. I paid $10 to watch that game on a pay-per-view stream. And it was, <laughs> it was magical. It was the best $10 I've ever spent. So you're sitting there the whole time like, if they lose this game and I just spent $10 to watch this for a one-day pay-per-view pass, I'm going to be one sad dude. <laughs> it's like something that, that we would have done in like do you remember i don't know if you would even remember this like 10 Back, years ago yeah 15, 10 15 not- years ago when uh when you would try and watch a game on a college football game like a non-conference college football game nebraska versus florida atlantic or something like that uh and home and home yeah and uh they would put it on pay-per-view on satellite for $50 or something like Seriously. that. It's like as much as a cost of a ticket to order the the game, you know? Goodness. Or even Oklahoma, weren't they playing Army on pay-per-view one year? You'd know better than I would. I'm when pretty I sure that's kid, right. I tried to, I tried that was to like a couple Fox years ago. Sports. I tried to order Fox Sports Southwest, and they just said it's a regional channel. You can't buy that. And I'm like, dude, I just saved up 100 bucks. Like, let me buy the channel. I feel like you can buy that, can't you? Well, this is back in the day, but I remember they just recently went bankrupt, and now ESPN Plus is going to shoulder all the NHL games instead of just ninety-five percent of them. I mean, are you mad about it? No, I love it. That's what I figured. All right, to stick to the man. We'll take it one more break, and then we'll be back uh, with more Cyclone Fanatic Radio after the break here on uh, Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three KXNO. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowish cream liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company and go Cyclones. Gershman Mortgage, the Midwest's premier mortgage lender, is proud to be a part of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home, a vacation home, if you're going to upgrade or remodel that existing home, you can even refinance your current mortgage. Gershman Mortgage is here to help. With over 60 years in the mortgage industry, we have security, experience, and unmatched service. Visit our Ankeny office. Call 515-964-5952. Visit Gershman.com to get pre-approved today. Gershman Mortgage, NML. LS number 138063, 1200 Southwest State Street, Suite E, Ankeny, Iowa, 50023, Equal Housing Lender. It's not whether you win or lose, it's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party. Hi, I'm Dave Struthers, and I'm here to remind you that Iowa pig farmers like me work hard year-round so you have safe, wholesome pork for the football season. Whether it's pulled pork sandwiches, ribs, or chops, nothing says tailgating better than pork. This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. 
Cyclone Fanatic is proud to partner with the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. As many business schools across the country are eliminating full-time MBA programs completely or moving them online, the Ivy College of Business is documenting all-time high enrollment for both the MBA and Master of Finance programs. To learn how a master's degree from the Ivy College of Business can boost your career, visit www.ivybusiness.iastate.edu. That's www.ivybusiness.iastate.edu. Go Cyclones! Many people are still working remotely, but a lot are gradually returning to their office, and that workplace has changed forever. Fortunately, dressing well for work has not. Mr. B and Clive has a great variety of different clothing options depending on your personal situation. Whether it's a traditional suit and tie or a casual pant and golf shirt for a Zoom call, we have what you need. Come see for yourself at Mr. B Clothing on 86th Street in Clive. Hey guys, it's Williams here for the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. This is not just a standard like, oh, I'm going to endorse the Iowa Clinic. No, this is real. I've gone to the Iowa Clinic now for, well, basically since I moved up here. So we're pushing a decade now. Dr. Nicholson in Ankeny is my go-to guy. But I've also had other stuff, you know, specialists I have to go to, all that stuff. And you know why I need to go see the specialist? Because I'm a man and I go to the doctor because I want to be there for my two little girls. I want to be able to walk them down the aisle. I want to be there to hold their babies and be a grandpa someday. Be a man. Go to the doctor. IowaClinic.com. Tell them that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatic sent you their way. Hey guys, it's Williams here from Cyclone Fanatic on behalf of my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clyde. They've been a part of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show here Thursday nights on KXNO for a really long time. We're, we're talking like half a decade now. They're great supporters of what we do, and in return, we like to do the same to them. That's why anytime I need any electronics, anything like that, I call my friend Tim Mullen at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Not only do I get the best service in town, but they're Cyclone Fanatic supporters, big time. Give our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive a call today and tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. This is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. This is my 30th year taking care of Iowa State athletes, and I am a proud supporter of the Cyclones. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleague, Dr. Warmy and I, for excellent sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Welcome back into the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by the Iowa State University Foundation here on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 Kicks. And, um, Connor, during the break, I sent a text to Chris Williams uh, with the with Joe Lunardi's uh, bracketology draw. I don't think you'd be impressed by the response. Well, I want to hear it anyways. Let's he he said he, he said he wants that's what he wants now. He said he wants the dogs. He wants the bulldogs. Oh, I, we want we want them more. Trust me. Oh, Trust believe me. Not. Oh, believe me. Believe me. We know. We all know. <laughs> believe me. Okay. We know. What kind Everybody. of what kind of, a, what kind of a fan, what kind of a, a spokesperson for a program would I be? You're not the spokesperson for the program. What are you talking I'm, about? I'm a fan. Sp- I'm. They call me uh, the chief hype officer. The CHO. That's right. You're just a you're just a Conrad Holly ripoff. That's all you are. That's fine with me. He's 
he's a pretty high star. You see him on TV last night? You're a homeless man's Conrad Holly. That's what you are. That's still a pretty that's still a pretty good. Pretty good level. If Iowa State plays Drake, I think I'm gonna have to put you on suspension from Twitter. Like yeah, I'm just gonna say, Connor, if I see you tweet I'm I'd make a burner. You're a drunk. And you'd make the name Connor Ferguson's burner. That, yeah, the, plausible deniability. Why would I make it that name? Uh, no. Say the dogs want you more. <laughs> oh man, this is this is off the rails. All right, you got the women's bracketology for me. I do. They are a five seed right now, um, and it was not updated. It was updated the day after uh, the Texas game. So tells you you have more to do because you want that top four seed. You want to host uh, those first two rounds, especially with how good Iowa State has been at home, uh, especially with how well they played there uh, last year when Hilton Coliseum hosted the first two rounds. So you really, um, you really want to get into that top four seed line and you're knocking on the door. If you beat Baylor Saturday, that's a big step towards it. What, uh, if you had to put an odds on it right now today, what do you, do you think that they'll post? Ooh, can I say that? Yes, with a win Saturday, no, with a loss. You don't think they can get there? I mean, that's tough ask, man. Like, but I guess they've no, maybe, well, they've maybe I'm, hurt themselves too much here. at this point, you know? What I'm thinking here, and I, I said that to Tommy before the uh, Oklahoma game earlier this year. I said, if you don't win this one, I don't think you host. Um, but it, it, what I'm going off of is like the direction of the season after that. Mm -hmm. How quickly do you respond after losing that Baylor game in the game you play after that? You know? Right. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Last thing I was going to ask. I, I want to check one more thing. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure the next game wasn't TCU because everyone's beaten TCU in women's this year. They're 0-13. Oh, geez. That's, yeah, that's a lock of a win. Are, are they going to do it? Go 0-18? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man, we hate to see that. We don't root on anybody's failure. We know how, we know how it feels. We know how it feels. We don't root on anybody's failure around here. Yeah, and once you're at 13, you're kind of like – Let's, let's just do it and get the draft pick. And then you remember there's no draft. Yeah. I was going to say it's 13 or 14 when you finally are like, okay, this is going to happen. I just want it to be over now. Yeah. This is a tough That's scene. You call on me and you send me to a lot of games and I end up with a bigger job at Cyclone Fanatic because I cut <laughs> a lot of those games. We need to work on rebounding and playing better basketball everything we need Every to be better at everything it's almost the same i could do a sick impression by the end of that season yeah that was rough rough scene all right uh last thing i was gonna ask you is tyrese halliburton gonna win the uh nba three-point contest this weekend was it did naz participate in one of those with sunglasses on or was that the college version that's the college version yeah the college okay. version as long as he doesn't wear sunglasses i think he's got a fighting chance I bet That's he does. I bet he wins. I watched that with all intentions of Naz winning that, and he went out there in sunglasses. He broke my heart. And it, it was the worst thing because the next guy passed him, and I looked at my dad, and I was like, I think it was the sunglasses. I think that's why he couldn't shoot well. Yeah, I think that was it. That was probably it. It took it, me five day. minutes to come to that conclusion, but I got there.
pretty sure he was out there being goofy wasn't he, he was doing something yeah. i can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might have had a hat on too i was gonna say enough to make you wonder what the heck was going on before he stepped out there to shoot uh i don't think they were allowed to give him a thousand dollar prize at the time so that yeah. probably took away took away the uh motivation factor right all right man we'll talk to you again soon thanks everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of the cyclone fanatic radio show we'll be back same time same place next week here on the Moines sports station 106.3 kxno